Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team gets to join you live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have a very special guest with us, somebody that I'm sure is a very familiar face in our Teach Better family, and we have a lot in store. So stick with us, go get that hot cup of coffee. My name is Ray Hewart with the Teach Better team, and I'm excited to have Charles live with us here at the Teach Better Today morning show. Charles, how are you feeling? You know, I'm doing well, Ray. Good morning. I hope that each and every one of you are, are, are off to an amazing start to your day. I know that I'm excited to be kicking my day off here with Ray, so uh, uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, we're going to have so much fun. This is a great thing for our community to work into their morning routine. I know we've said that from the beginning since we launched we launched this specific today morning show back in August, but now that we're in the new year, we got to keep those good, you know, routines going. It's February 20th. Don't lose out on those healthy routines. I appreciate those of you that are participating live with us in the comments as we stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Charles, for those members of our community who are not aware of the work that you're doing in education, do you mind sharing a bit about your story? Yeah, sure. I, I'm not exactly sure where to begin. I dabble in just about a little of everything. <laughs> so first and foremost, I am an educational administrator here in Chicago. Uh, I've been doing this work for almost 20 years. It's it's weird to say that out loud, uh, but very, very uh, dedicated to this work. So much so that a few years ago, I thought, what else can I do, right? I moved from the classroom to administration because I wanted to widen my impact. So I started speaking at you know conferences. I, I was going to spaces and I saw these people doing this work and I thought, that is amazing. How can I do that? And so a few years ago, I started doing that myself. So I shared with you at the beginning, the company has just turned five officially, uh, but have been doing speaking for a little over seven years. And I get to travel all over the country. And I remember just a few years ago, I had wished for six sessions in a year. And I now book six sessions sometimes within a month. It is it is an insane, insanely fun and insanely exciting uh, space to be in. Through this, I've also written a book. I have a podcast that will turn four in May. Um, I have another book on the way. So just a little bit about everything. Just really, I tell people all the time, I do all of this mostly because I have no idea how much time I have in this space on this earth. And so I want to make as big of an impact as I possibly can with whatever time that I have. And so hence the reason I do all these different things. I love it. Charles, I know we have a lot of members of our inner circle, right? Our Teach Better family that have aspirations similar to you to speak at a conference. Maybe they've only, you know, dabbled with trying to speak in front of adult learners. Maybe they have a goal for this year to go share their knowledge at an event. Even if it's just one time, just get their voice heard. Any tips or tricks on maybe something that our community here could think about as far as starting to achieve that goal? Any strategies that really helped you in that space? 
Yeah, so uh, there, there's a couple. I think the first thing, and this is just a piece that, of advice that has been coming across my my way a lot more lately. Uh, but I think a lot of times when people see the people on stage and they're thinking lights and glamour and all of the wonderful things that come with it, and they're like, that is what I want, I want, I want. But walk into this space with the idea of what can I give to my audience, right? Now, what am I going to get out of it? That's going to be a byproduct that I think will come naturally. But if you go into a space with the attempt to sell yourself, right, people are going to be turned off. That is not what I'm here for. I'm not, right? I want to receive something from you. And if what you're giving to me has value, I think that's the second piece of this, finding problems to solutions, figuring out a way to add value to individuals, then if you do authentically add value, then people are going to say, okay, let me do a follow-up. Let me see what else that they can offer. And so I think those are two of my, my biggest things. But in reality, just go for it. I remember years ago sitting with you and having that conversation at IdeaCon and I was like all over. I was like, what do you, you want me to be this? I, I'll do that. You want me to do this? And you're like, Charles, narrow the focus, get really, really good at something. So I think that as your journey continues, figuring out what is it that you want to be known for? What is your actual strength? Not something that you're okay doing, but something that you're really, really good and focus there and figure out how can you add value to your audience? And before you know it, you're going to take off. That That's exactly. After that conversation, I narrowed our focus. And let, next thing I know, I'm all over the place. So thank you for, for that advice. And now I can share it with others. I'm so glad something I did helped in your journey because I know you're supporting a lot of educators. You know, if you're listening to this podcast this morning, I would love to have, I'd love to challenge you to have some good reflection, whether it be driving to work or even driving home from the long school day that we know is going to be wonderful before us. Think about what you could share. What value can you add to this field? Because just because you go and speak at a conference doesn't mean you have to go do this professionally. It doesn't mean you have to leave the classroom or go make dramatic moves. Right. We want you just to share your voice. Every single educator has something to share. And it can be as large is saying, oh my gosh, I'm the best science teacher out there. I want to share my knowledge with the science community. Or it can be as teeny tiny as I really know how to spend the first three minutes of my class to make it effective. Like it does not need to be an earth shattering, massive challenge. It just needs to be something you enjoy. So Charles, speaking of, you know, narrowing your focus, what do you feel like you have leaned towards as far as something that you really enjoy sharing with other educators? Is it focused on leadership? Tell us a little about this. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so I, I want to echo something that you just said, because the words of my good friend Vernon Wright resonate with me right now. And he said that oftentimes those things that we think are just mundane, common every day, they make sense to us. It might be someone else's aha. So you have the responsibility of sharing that. So I love that you're like, it doesn't have to be earth shattering. It could be an everyday thing. Um, for me, right, I found leaning into this intersection of leadership because I've spent the last decade running schools. So this idea of leadership and a lot of equity work. And so I serve as an equity champion with the city of Chicago. I did some work under our previous mayor as well as with the uh, the school system here, uh, the Chicago public schools. Uh, so I'm an equity champion for them. And so just really doing a lot of that work and finding that intersectionality of how we as leaders can drive that equity work in our spaces. And more often lately, I have found that in that vein of equity work is really coming out as well as 
um, you know, trauma work, mental health work, um, especially as we work with our with our students. My own grandchild, yes, I know I have a grandchild. It may not look like it, <laughs> but of my own grandchild, right, being on the autism spectrum and so really hitting home, really diving in, really learning more. And so I have found my space, myself in spaces, doing a lot more of that work as well. And so I think, again, right, finding those places where you do the work, but also where your passion is calling you. I'm not sure had it not been for my grandson, had I been moving into this other area of, of trauma and resilience and, and everything else. And so you, you really find what resonates with you. And so that, that's where I've spent most of my time lately. I think that's a beautiful note that where you begin may not be where you end up and being flexible with that. Maybe your first presentation as at a local conference is on you know, a really, really great way to have students sharpen their pencil in their classroom. And then as you get feedback, you know, you're allowed to adjust and be flexible. So I love seeing that educators are then able to lean into what their community, what their professional learning network is asking for. So really good to be flexible, start small, and really have that focus. Charles, we're going to keep this conversation going. I definitely want to make sure we get to the podcast as well. We'll be right back. sticking with us here at the Teach Better Today morning show. We are rolling into our team talk section of the podcast, which you know every single episode has a element of education that you can think through and also take with you on your day. We'll also include a challenge for you to consider, maybe an idea to keep in the back of your mind. Charles, I'd love to start this conversation off with the podcast. I mean, you have a very, very, very active podcast and you're in the Teach Better Podcast Network, which we love giving special shout outs to those incredible podcasters. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and maybe a few of our listeners here who have not yet subscribed to an episode can make sure they do that super soon. Yeah, so I'll be honest, I'm not sure what happened this year, but the subscribers and listenership has skyrocketed. Um, So I'm like, excited, right? Uber excited for that. But uh, the, the podcast, as I mentioned earlier, uh, will be four in May. So this was one of those podcast babies, uh, you know, had a few podcast friends out there and they were just like, Charles, start it. If nothing else. And I think this is one of the most beautiful things, again, about not so much about, right, trying to get out there and get listeners and sponsorships and like becoming wealthy, right? I'm not, I'm not going to be a Joe Rogan podcaster, right? It's not going to happen. Well, maybe, who knows? But Right? The idea was like, this is a reflection of your educational journey. If nothing else, it gives you a space to go back and reflect and, and chronicle your journey, your ideas, your thoughts along the way. And so during the podcast, I, I sat down and I started that process. And what really inspired me was an article that I had read um, from a researcher out, out of California. And one of the things he had written, it was called the counter narrative. And so what he was trying to figure out was, why were these this group of young black males successful in school? 
right? So oftentimes the narrative around these individuals are the the gaps that exist, the the, the issues that arise, right? This deficit mindset and these these conversate these conversations that really don't support the idea of success. And so I thought, you know what? I see that more and more, right? As I sit in leadership spaces, as I sit in beginning of year conversations, as we go over data, I know exactly what the data is going to be every single year. And I know what the conversations are going to be every single year. And to be honest, I was getting really sick and tired of hearing, well, here are the issues, these are the problems. And I thought, what if, what if that deficit mindset, right, these negative narratives, what if they're contributing? I mean, if all you ever told me was how bad I am, how much I have left to grow, how much I'm not meeting the mark, like, then what, what am I doing, right? Because I know that I'm coming to school each and every single day, busting myself, trying to do the best that I can. And that's all you have to say, right? So my whole point was let's, let's highlight those success stories, right? Let, let's talk about the other side. And in reality, I went in with this conversation around marginalized populations and it has grown into areas that I never would have considered. I remember having a conversation around rural education, right? And pushing back and challenging the narratives of what rural education is like and how similar it is to urban education. We've talked about body image. We've talked about mental health issues. I mean, the, the, the podcast has spanned all different types of topics and they're all designed with educators to say, look, I want to push back on these narratives. I want to highlight ideas. And I also want to share stories of success. So that way we can begin talking about our students, about ourselves in ways that we actually are highlighted, right? Stories of positivity because if we begin to change the way we talk, maybe we will change the way we think about our space. So powerful. If the educators listening want to take a listen to maybe an upcoming episode or go binge the episodes that you have had over the course of the last four years putting out content, where can the educators go catch your podcast? Yeah, well, if they want to binge, that's a lot. I mean, we, we're closing in on episode 200. That will drop in March. And so I'm very, very excited uh, for that, uh, that, that benchmark. Uh, but you can find the podcast essentially anywhere. Uh, the biggest platforms are Spotify and Apple. Uh, but if you listen to other platforms, I know like sometimes I use CastBox, right? Uh, Beanpage, I think there's one out there. But all those other different spaces, the podcast can be found far and wide. So if you look for it, you will definitely find it. And friends, if you have any issues, obviously you can reach out to Charles and I, or you can just head over to the Teach Better Podcast Network, and it is featured right there on the homepage. So you can take a listen and a quick subscribe. Don't forget that subscribing not only makes sure that not only allows that you don't miss an episode, but also allows for other educators to gain access to the podcast as a future suggestion. Charles, before we wrap up this conversation, I'd love for you to leave our listeners with a little challenge piece of advice that they can take with them throughout their day. Obviously, we're headed into an incredible day ahead. But as you know, educators are stressed and they want to do the best job humanly possible. What ideas can we leave them with today? You know, so this idea is really, really simple, but it's a, a statement that has resonated with me. And so it's one of my taglines that I like to throw out there, because I think that in this world of education, with, with especially with social media, everywhere we look, we see all the amazing things that people are doing, right? We, we, pop on to Instagram and to Twitter and to TikTok, whatever it might be, they're, they're just showcasing all the awesomeness that is happening. And I think while that is great, I think sometimes that we as educators can feel defeated, 
we can beat ourselves up because we feel like, man, I'm not doing enough. There's something else I have to do. Where am I missing? Right. So I, I want to share this as we close out that in, in this world of education, there are many, many things that you can be. But the most important is to be true to you. Right. You are doing enough. You are who you are. Be happy with that. Lean into that. Know who it is, who you are showing up as. And that is more than enough. So don't don't go chasing. Right. Don't don't try to be someone else. You are enough. So that, that that's my closing idea. There is just be true to you. I love it. Charles, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I want to make sure that everyone here adds Charles to your professional learning network. He's doing a lot of things to share out content for all of you to continue to be learners. So please feel free to connect with him on social media and of course at their website. Charles, do you mind sharing that website URL here for our community? Absolutely. So you can find me across all social platforms. I have the tag there, but the website is simply CW Consulting Service. Dot com And that will link you to all of the different things that I'm doing. I would love to connect with you and know how I can support you on your journey. So fun. Everyone, we hope you have an amazing day ahead. And of course, if you need anything, if links you're trying to find are causing you any frustration, just reach out to anyone here on the Teach Better team. We'll make sure to be there for you to send you direct access to anything you're looking for. Charles, thanks again. And everyone else, we hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. 